Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm being represented for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Mostly fighting. It's, it's a mental game. Really? Brendan, you're a smart kid. Yeah, I know. You're not a tough kid. You're not a strong kid. You're not a fighter. Right. But you may have a mental edge over your opponent, and that's what you got to use. Like what? Like, for instance, if I fought somebody, I would say, hey, look. Mm-hmm. The guy will look, and then I will hit him. Right. That's a mental game. I know what you mean. But I don't know. Brendan, you're a smart kid. You improvise. Yeah, that's what I was planning on. Give me me something. Let's let's say I come up to you, right? Okay. I give you a little shove, and I say, hey, come on, let's go. Okay. You got to think on your feet here, Brendan. Right, I got one. What do you got? Go ahead. Loving you is easy because you're beautiful. All right, so in that situation, Brendan, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. What you did there was more weird. I tried to just do something strange that you wouldn't expect. Take you this too hard. But fuck it, I'm paid. Lil' A be the body, he fresh out the cage. I'm still a same nigga from minimum wage. They tryna keep up, so they stalk on my pay. They do what I say, they tryna get saved. They line up for me like they coppin' the J. I told her, get right, start acting your age. Can't believe you tried it, bitch, you played. Wanted a diamond choke as soon as her time was over. Bitch, you played. She wanna ride the Rover. Told her her Uber was closer. Bitch, you crazy. She tried to show out in public. I cut the bitch out like it's nothing. Bitch, you played. She must have thought I was stupid. I knew she was fucking my cousin. Ooh. I don't got a cold. I'm sipping on hat. Take a deuce of that yellow. I'm straight out the project. The first nigga played with me. He got shot at. What is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. It is 2020 and we are back. We took like a three-week break. I hope everybody is rejuvenated and ready to talk about bullshit for the new year. Because Hell yeah. Bruh, I'm ready. No sleep 2020. Like, niggas came yeah. in strong this year. It's it's only the second. It's the first full week of January, but it's like the second week kind of the year. And I don't, I don't, I don't think much has changed since 2019. We, we still got our, we still got our back foot in 2019. We need to move forward. <laughs> I'm dragging along, man. The, the confrontations and the commentary and the shenanigans and the nonsense of the 2020, the Twinkie Twinkie has been strong. So the 2020 is right. The best thing to happen in the last three weeks was probably Eddie Murphy or Essendale. Definitely. And that was in 2019. So I don't even know if that count. No, it probably don't. (laughs) We'll take it. So, uh, you know, you can hear Mike is here. Twan is here. Deidre is not here from looking at her social media. I think she texted us. She said she's finna get on in a second. Okay, I know she was eating some pizza. She was having conversations about delicious pizza. So uh, yeah, I had pizza for lunch. It was hitting. It was a cauliflower crust pizza. Ashley finally got tired of eating pizza. Thank God. Couldn't do it. 
So, because oh, you also had to eat pizza, bro. <laughs> every time she wants pizza, can we order a pizza? We, nigga, we had pizza five minutes ago. You had to start ordering them twelve inch pizzas, bro. Just you, you want some uh, pizza? You can have you some pizza. I'm oh gonna have you something else. It was the, it was like <laughs> I like pizza, but nigga. of course, but there's a point at which you don't like it as much no more. Well, also like. I'm still on my fucking journey, dog. I can't be eating pizza oh, yeah, like that, nigga. <laughs> I can't be That's doing true. that. Like I'm like, nah, can you give you me some wings? Fuck up the progress, right? Yo, order me some baked wings. Like I went down baked wings, yeah, baked joints. Yeah, we went down south. For, um, we went to Virginia for my for just to visit fam, and then you know, Twan and all them came out to celebrate the birthday. We my birthday, we ate at this restaurant. I didn't eat none of that fish. I ate like a piece of that fish. And when I got home, I ate like uh, another small piece. Yeah, that like shit might still. Or something? Nah, what? I don't know what that spot was. It was um, <laughs> it was a beer spot. Oh, <laughs> hey, feather and fins is real though. If you find the right feather one. feather and fins is real good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying it ain't. I just love. Yo, they probably put the bread under the chicken too and the fish. The little right. two pieces with toast. Untoasted. Feather and fin is some shit I used to be able to eat. Now I can't come even close to. I can't probably couldn't even walk in that building. No, fuck me all the way up. Big ass pieces of fish, fried to perfection, battered. I'm like this perfection, is greatness. And I, I ate like one half a piece, <laughs> and I got home. I was like, I can't eat eat the way I used to eat no more. Bullshit sometimes, man. Nigga, I, it's not. It's just like I can't even eat it like that. Like I actually be knowing when I'm full now. So like. I just be it looking at difference, the food. Dude. You got to be cool with wasting food. That's something black parents don't let That's, you grow yeah, up with. We don't get brought up like that. Nah. nah. You clean your damn plate. So now I'll be like, I'll be looking at it like, boy, if my mom was here. Listen. That, that, you going to wrap that in some food and like finish it tomorrow. Right. But you got you to get comfortable throwing away food. White people have been throwing away food for years, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. White people have been throwing away food for years. I they have. That's, how do you think we got scraps? <laughs> <laughs> if the wifey wouldn't throw it away we wouldn't be Messy. here you know we had to get our protein to pick the cotton protein and cotton that could have been a good Damn. college humor sketch if they ain't fire everybody today protein wait what yeah they fired everybody everybody uh damn what happened they uh i was it iac was their funder and they were like we're not funding y'all no more oh so they fired everybody except well, the damn. owner Except the guy who, I think it's there's 10 people left at College Humor. And one of them is the guy who was the head, I guess. But now he's the official owner. He owns College Humor. But About 10 people? It ain't worth nothing because it ain't got no funding. But they had good content, man. What the hell? Bro, they've been running for 20 years. I have no I idea know. how you don't have 20 years? any money. None money. No money for the hum for the funny. No money for the funny. No money for the funny. Damn. <laughs> he put that on the shirt. No money for the funny. Twenty twenty. Damn, bro. He, he look. Damn. He need to. He need to take every idea we give him if he's trying to and keep just it going. Capitalize on it, right? <laughs> they got a subscription service yeah. called Dropout. So he's asking everybody not to leave the subscription service and to give him six months to try to pull it together. Ooh, I don't know, bro. He need Maybe to get you don't fire everybody before you. He need to get bought out by Genius or something. I don't know. He need to get some of these comedians to invest. Who owns Funny or Die? That's basically the same type of shit. I mean, this. Um, I thought I thought that was Will Ferrell's um stuff. 
That's Will Ferrell's Well, you need to talk to Will Ferrell and be like, hey, bro, you want to, like, incorporate us to something? I feel like niggas do got Will Ferrell's number like that. Like, I feel like he's just that type yeah, of guy. I, I don't think he's unreachable up. is all I'm saying. Yeah. But, nah, it's, it's hard out here for a joke Damn. right now over there. It's not. It's It's real. It sounds like it. Yeah, my man literally yeah. put, he did a whole tweet thread. He was like, I can't even afford to fail right now. I don't have enough coins to fail. Is that real? Yikes. He also, they also did, you know, they're doing that thing on social media now where like, if a company lays off a bunch of people, then they'll put the names out so people can find jobs other places. The guy's name is, uh, he's the CCO of college humor, but he will be the complete Wait, owner. The second C mean? Um, I don't know. Chief okay. commercial officer. There you go. Oh, there it is. That's, Thank that's you. a guess. That's a guess. I that's a it. solid ass guess. That it's so good. I believed you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just gonna be like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Chief commercials officer. There you go. But uh, he is. His name it is. It is. I just googled it. You're correct, Antoine. All yeah. snaps, son. Be knowing shit. His, his name is Sam Reach. So I'll just read the first tweet. So bad news with the twist. I don't like it's not a Sierra Miss, bruh. It's not a Sprite with the twist. Like, nigga, <laughs> you don't fire people with a lemon twist, dog. Like, it's all sour. Uh, IAC, <laughs> yo, <laughs> IAC, our parent company, has made the difficult decision to no longer finance us. Today, 100 plus brilliant people lost their jobs, some of whom are my dear, dear friends. Hire them. In, in these six months, I hope to be able to... Oh, hold on. There's something in between that. The twist, however, the lemon spice, is that IAC has agreed to let me run with the company myself. But I guess they did. They're not funding you no more. They, they're like, we don't care. You can have it. We, You know, yard sale. In words that I'm sure are as surreal to read as they are to type, I will soon become the new majority owner of CH Media, College Human Media. Of course, I can't keep it going like you're used to. Well, while we were on the way to become becoming profitable, we were nonetheless losing money. And I myself have no money to be able to lose 20 years, dog. Y'all weren't profitable. Long story short, I need your support now more than ever. The number one way you can support me is to stay subscribed to Dropout, which is a terrible name given their situation. You're asking people to stay subscribed to a service called Dropout. Okay. I mean, you know, college dropout. It's it was I clever it. before the shit went down the tubes. Yeah, but man, twenty years and y'all were hope were were working towards profitability. I feel like they were. There still are like certain the, sectors that don't have high profitability margins, but are still considered successful, like Twitter, like venture capital companies. You know what I'm saying? Twitter, right? So it's not like unprecedented necessarily. It's it's weird to say that companies like Twitter aren't profitable because there are ways that marketing uses Twitter to be profitable. Jack Dorsey isn't sure. having any issues right now with money, you know, obviously not. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm sure there is some money coming in the doors of college humor, but like whether or not that is like deemed as quote unquote profits by whoever is making those decisions is up in the air. Like we don't necessarily know. Yeah. I remember somebody was saying <laughs> I read so, some dumbass post on Facebook 
where somebody said Instagram and Facebook, like which do. are the same company, weren't profitable. And yeah. I said, um, bruh, they sell post. They sell posts. They sponsor posts, bro. What are you even talking about? There's a whole business side to Facebook that most people don't even know about because they're not running a fucking company that requires social media push and marketing across the web. They absolutely make um, money. They're absolutely profitable. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm reading an article about it right now. That's why I was like thinking about Because apparently Snapchat went public at $21 or $27 a share. And it's been at about $20 a share since then. Ooh. So it's IPO. It's not right. It's IPO does not make money, but they pull in like $400 million a year or in 2016, they had revenues of like 400 million just yeah. strictly on advertising. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's not, again, is. it's not like money isn't coming in, but you know, they have servers and shit that cost a shit ton of money. So support a uh, premium center. And, yeah, uh, please. <laughs> like this is real talk. <laughs> so I guess that's where like that stuff comes in. I'm not a finance person by any stretch of the imagination, so I'm sure somebody listening knows way more about this shit than I do. But it doesn't necessarily mean that college humor is like some bullshit because they didn't make money. No, that would to to assume that would say that things like Vice are bullshit, which Vice actually is kind of bullshit right now. But but in general, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not yeah. like a garbage operation because they don't have financial stability. Yeah. Also, you got to remember sucks, what man. money you're talking about. You got to remember which, which funds you're talking about. Cause all money ain't the same money, you know, that's exactly it. You know, especially in business for you to be like, we're going under that. That is so relative. You can't just take that and be Yo, objective yeah. about it. That It's super relative to the company. I remember when people saw that Netflix was supposedly, 20 billion dollars in debt and it's like that's that's no no you you thinking about doing well, I mean, 20 the, billion uh, like United you United States of America is like trillions of dollars in debt right like you're you're thinking of everywhere. you're thinking of debt like your debt like you gave a nigga 20 dollars and now you don't have 20 dollars no more so you in the hole that's not how it works <laughs> right. with Netflix it's, it's not at all it's not how it works bro they just might owe a bunch of other people 20 billion dollars total but they're doing fine on their side they're they're paying they're paying their loans out over time. Right. They, they got credit. They got $20 billion in credit. Let's put it like that. No credit not seen in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, no, nigga. Whew. That's, a, that's yeah. a hell of a cash me if you can bill, for real. If somebody give me $20 billion uh, yeah. worth of credit, I'm turning into Leo quick. You will not find me. Nope. Fuck that. But, okay. Going so, to Dr. Miami, get a brand new face. Word. Never see me again. So we're kicking off 2020 with um this conversation since we were gonna talk uh, we were gonna have this and then I was like, no, we gotta record this and so we're gonna talk about this. And I'll let Twan unmute himself and come back and ask the question to Mike and myself that he was asking before when we weren't recording. So go ahead, nigga. What what did you ask us? Yes, because y'all the niggas are having full ass lives. Like, y'all are bringing life into the world. How does it feel to bring life into the world in the first place? Well, fuck that. Y'all ain't bringing that life. I answer people's. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most recently, we had one that already had a baby that's out there growing and, 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 and being great, right? And then we got another yep. one that's, that's baking in the oven. So I'm trying to figure out how the hell did y'all react when y'all found out, you know, when the, when the pregnancy test got popped down, when it was like, hey, you know, bun in the oven. How was so, that? 
for me, we were recording a podcast while it happened. Um, the, image was wait, in the conception the or the news? Yeah. What? Wait, say what? When I found out that she was pregnant, we were in the middle of recording a show. Okay, you said it happened while y'all was recording. I was like, wait, what? Oh, no, nah, we don't get down like that. I mean, if you do it, it's your house, nigga. We ain't there with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, she was like, hey, Michael. And I was like, that's an interesting tone of voice. Mute. What's up? And then she showed me two positive pregnancy tests. And then we did a little happy dance. So we hugged in the hallway. And we were like, holy shit, this is actually happening. Because we had been officially like trying to make it happen. Um, for a little bit, and it, you know, like this shockwave of like, whoa, everything is like in my mind. I'm like, everything is going to change, but also, nothing has changed in the you know minute and a half since I have found this out in a tangible way in my world. Like, you know, the sky hasn't changed colors or something like that, but. I could feel that everything was kind of going to be different. But then I had to just go sit back down and act like nothing had happened and finish the show, <laughs> which was driving me crazy. Cause I just wanted to be like, Holy shit, we're about to have a baby. Ah! Um, but we wanted to, you know, make sure that we were, you know, good to go before we made the announcement or whatever. But like it kept becoming more and more real. Like as, the little milestones that come along and we got our app that was like, Oh, your baby is the size of a jelly bean. So then we started calling our unborn baby jelly bean. And like, that was a way like putting an, like a real concept of this being a person that is now brewing inside of my wife, uh, made it more real. And it's like simultaneously, it was like the coolest thing that I've ever gone through. And also the scariest shit that I've ever gone through at the same time. Cause it was like, oh man, I really gotta like not fuck up anymore for like ever. Cause I'm super duper responsible for another person now. Um, but it never got to the point where it was like overwhelming, but it was just like, I don't know. It was like a mind trip multiple times over and over and over again. And then when she was born, like it was, that was probably the, the least crazy part of the whole thing, oddly enough, because it was like, okay, we've built up all this anticipation, seeing this person on ultrasound moving around. We already have a name for her. And now it's just like, okay, this is, a, this is a thing that's happening. She's out in the world now. And then, you know, like every cliche will tell you, like, once you have a child, like you immediately, you're like, oh, this is, you know, the best thing ever, da, 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 da. Like, actually seeing her in person and, like, holding her and, you know, seeing that this is a human being. She has eyes and ears and a nose and a mouth and feet and hands. And it just felt like the most natural thing in the world, even though it was something I had been obsessively, like, freaking out about for nine months prior to it. And then, you know, we've been chilling since then, man. Just trying to learn how to take care of a person. That's some real ass shit right there, no? Yeah. This also, man, all of a sudden from the West Coast. Scary shit, but it's awesome. Pictures yeah. of, <laughs> like, no, pictures yeah. of your, your daughter, man. Like, she looks exactly like your mother. 
I oh, know, that's dude. All it's I crazy. Every time I see her, I'm like, that is his mom. Like, like yeah, straight up. To a T. Yep. It's really awesome. And I've noticed too, like she makes like she'll make certain faces and stuff, and she also looks to me just like my dad's mother, my paternal grandmother, which is yeah. awesome. Um That's that might be the craziest part of it all, man. Like, you know, like actually seeing your family legacy reflected physically in another human being is a trip. Like I don't know how to really explain how it feels, but it's it's a really cool it's a really cool thing. Like I found out that she and I sleep the same way because we both were taking a nap. MH took a picture of us and we were sleeping the exact same way. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was that was trippy picture. That was wild. We were like, we were like, that's that's your bed. That's not. Yeah, straight up. Like that's not coordinated. I didn't plan that. She didn't plan that. We just it just happened. That is definitely my baby. That's all your baby. You can't. She didn't look up like, oh, nigga, that's how you do it, huh? One hand up. Right. Got it. Got it. Got you. Say less. So yeah, that, man. That Brandon had a different story about this nigga, <laughs> yeah, dog. I you gotta lead in like that. Out. So I was going through my calendar on my phone because I came back from a screener when um so I'll just like the situation, how how it happened. So I came in the house, right? And Ash was upstairs. And these are the choices for the films that I saw. And I'm pretty sure I know which one it was. I think it was Joker. I'm pretty sure I came back from Joker. So I was all, I was, I was like disgusted. It was either Joker or Gemini man. I'm pretty sure it was fucking Joker though. Cause it was a long ride and it was raining that night. And I come in the house and it's just, um, if you've been in my house, you know how structured you come in to walk in, you walk upstairs, you're in the kitchen, living room, right? And we got the uh, countertops. And on the counter, it was just a bag. And Ashley has this thing about putting everything in Ziploc bags. Like, everything, dog. She put my Starburst. I brought a pack of Starburst. She put them in a Ziploc bag. I don't know why. But I've been eating them out of a Ziploc bag. So I come home, and there's a Ziploc bag of pregnancy tests. I didn't even look at them. I like I looked at them. I saw I I saw what they were, and I went, "Okay, games changed." And <laughs> Ashley, games changed. That was it. Like that was my <laughs> <our> reaction. <laughs> ah, incredible. And Ash came downstairs. Changed, son. So right. So Ash was upstairs waiting. Like she was, she was really scared of my reaction, and I still don't know why because it wasn't unplanned. She, she, we made a decision months before. This is what she wanted to do. I was like, you know, what's going to, what, what, what needs to be done if we're going to do this. So we need to like prepare now. And I, I did a whole like tweet thread on this. I, that's why I started walking. That's why I was trying to lose weight. Like I was trying to get myself in better physical condition for this. And I thought, I didn't know how much time I was going to have. So I started walking in like April or May. And we're talking like October now when I found out or whatever. So, um, and this was right after I bought the car too. So like, I'm just thinking about money and stuff as well. I was like, I'm going to buy this car and it's fine. I got time. And then like two weeks later, no, I don't. But you know, that's just, that's how it works. That's life. 
Hey man, you bought that car. You got good safety specs, though. <laughs> and and that and that definitely went into the thought process. It was like it needs to be a four door for life changes. So appropriate. But I looked at them and I see them. So Ashley is upstairs, like I think cowering behind our bedroom door. <laughs> so hold up. So y'all are planning this, and she's still worried that yes about what's gonna happen yes i think i think it was two things i think she was worried about how i was gonna feel that it happened that it had finally happened right and i also think that a a part of her wanted me to essentially have like mike's reaction and that just ain't me like that that just ain't me that ain't you at all sir so she came downstairs no not at all and she was like, like, you know, she had like a hoodie or something. And she's like just pulling the front of her hoodie. She's got a tight grip, double fist in her hoodie. <laughs> and she walks up to me and she was like, so, um, did you, you did you see something on the counter? And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm in, at this point, I'm in the kitchen and I'm like pouring, I'm getting some water and I'm putting my stir blueberry in it. And I'm like, yeah. And she no, said, you should have fucked with her. You should have been like, what? The keys? <laughs> Nigga. So, uh, Twan, there's no way. There's, it, it, bro, there's no way I wouldn't see her. So, she, she just like, so, what do you think? I was like, I hope you're ready. <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> I hope you're ready. Right, get your game yeah. up, nigga. Like, I hope you're ready. <laughs> we knew what we was doing. Uh... This is the game. We're, we're in the finals now. Right. Let's, crap in. Let's get it. We're in the financial <laughs> position that we're in. We know what we need to do to prepare. Like, we need to start planning things now. And, yeah, let's just, let's, it, we'll take care of it. We'll be fine. And Ash was just like, that's it? Like, you're not mad. You're not upset or mad or anything. I was like, no. I don't even know why you thought that. Again, y'all, like, I don't know what my face looked like. I just come back from watching Joker. I was disgusted. So I'm looking at the, and it was like five or, it was like five or six paternity tests, dog. It, I mean, um, a pregnancy test. It wasn't one or two. Okay. It was, she, she, she thoroughly verified. She need to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that, I mean, pretty much that was it. So, you know, we, she was like super worried and I wasn't, and I'm still not, I'm not, um, like the day to day, there's no real day to day worries. Most of the time, I'm just trying to make sure that like she's fine because she's going through stuff that her body has never been through before because she's pregnant. So she has all these experiences and these aches and these pains and like her energy is up and it's down and her spirit is all over the place. Sometimes she still has to work. Um, she has to deal with that. Uh, there's stuff going, it's other stuff going on in my life right now too that I can't talk about. That's like super personal. But, you know, dealing with that as well. Then there's job stuff for both of us has been crazy. This year has just been probably one of my worst years at work at this job ever. Um, to the point where I thought I was actually going to get fired a couple of weeks ago. It's it's been wild. And I'm pretty much has been maintaining my psyche and chilling. You know, I go with her to all of the, the doctor visits. I'm kind of just a silent partner. I I have a recording of the heartbeats. Um, I'm not gonna play them on the pod. I might use it as an opener. What's the one BPMs, day nigga? 
The first one was like 165. You gonna make a hot and the techno last, beat for this shit. The last hey, I got time, a 150 for Carolyn. I'm about to turn that shit into some fire ass trap music. The last <laughs> time we went, it was 149 or 146. It was one of those. Nice. But look, um, y'all, look, y'all need to make this like a a, a challenge thing. Like, turn your child's heartbeat into <laughs> <it's> stupid <laughs> into a song. <laughs> Listen, all fathers calling all fathers. So <laughs> get in the studio. I, you talk so much in the morning now. I could probably get a couple of sixteens out of Carolyn and no, I say, start recording. I haven't done this, but my my plan was to to make an Instagram video of me and Ashley just boop 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 to the baby's heartbeat in the background because yeah, awesome. it perfectly works like <laughs> that's what i was gonna do but so so a video coming soon um Word. that was my plans when i heard it i was like this is this this popping though this, this yeah, is popping right here <laughs> produced by baby this shit is popping bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's like produced by y'all right <laughs> everything else has just been about people energy it's all these you have all these people that come in on you about having you a better kid, believe right? It. For the for the women specifically, they always you gonna have a kid. When you have a kid, this we have a kid that. When are y'all getting pregnant? When are y'all doing this? Da 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 da. Then you have the conversations that people have up to the point we're trying to make a baby. We're trying to make a baby, which is never a conversation that we had. We that was between us. What we doing was between us. And when yeah. it happened, what happened? When it did happen, now you telling people doing the video yeah, chats exactly. and stuff because it's the new age. And now, I, because. I don't I don't know what I don't know what the motivations are. I, I've heard nesting and some other things, but like uh, there's there's just a lot of energy being put into what y'all are gonna name the child, which we haven't told anybody. We haven't even shared ideas of names with people. We've had those conversations, but we never shared them. Um, Welcome to That's where uh, I'm going. What what? Kunta. <laughs> nigga. No <What>? say. <laughs> Uh, Take it, it back to the Africa. The Africa, <laughs> sir. <laughs> like the whole continent is one big sphere. The whole Africa. The, whole, right. the, whole, the Africa. whole country of Africa. The Africa. <laughs> so now we, Africa. we haven't discussed that. There's conversations about who is going to be available, right? People are already telling us when they're going to be available, when they're trying to come <laughs> through. When they're they going to be available for what? To, to help watch and help take care of the infant in the first couple weeks while Ashley look, is recovering and stuff. Like, look, see, that'd be, see be me, I'd be like, how about this? How about this? We're going to hold on to that because when this baby is two, <laughs> bruh, I'm going to need you to listen. I'm going to need step you to up. willing. <laughs> when they run around talking shit and flipping tables over and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I need you to come. I can deal with it right now. I can put it, I can put it in a basket. They don't need to sleep and poop when they first born. Like, right. Maybe not the difficult part. It's taking care of your wife. When they get to this everybody, toddler, let's, dog, let's see what happens. Everybody keeps coming. Like, bruh, Man, it's so real, man. You you ain't ready, nigga. I'm like, listen. One, I've never been to experience this experience before, so I've I've never been confused about if I'm going to be ready. But I'm not sure people understand my temperament and how I actually work. One, I don't really sleep. So the whole thing about you gonna be up all night. Well, I'm oh, already yeah, don't up bother all me night. either, bro. I'll be up. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> My girl has already told me you got night duty. She's like, you don't sleep now. Don't try to sleep when the baby. Right. Comes. I don't. Like, I don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's what, we got that situation worked out. It was simple. It was like, you just going to be up all night rocking the baby. I said, well, then I'm going to have a lot of time to catch up on my Netflix backlog then. Like, Nigga, I listen, me, and, me and my baby was watching Mandalorian, getting our lives. It makes us sound asleep, getting our beauty rest. It was great. Like, 
Look, I'm gonna learn, learn how to put a baby in a crook while I'm playing a game. Bro, I've right, already thought right about First this. First of all, Swan, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not gonna lie to you. I learned that in three days. <laughs> Nigga, that's the baby, plan. Just peaceful. I'm out here getting these games in. It was great. I was like, if I can't go to sleep and I need to stay up, well, I've got a PlayStation, an Xbox, a, uh, a fucking coffee. Switch. What's up? Got a coffee machine. I got, a, you know, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, streaming. I just got addicted to 90 Day Fiance, and this six seasons of that I ain't even seen yet. So the shenanigans <laughs> will keep me wide awake. Yeah. That stuff is when people saying. when people say that stuff to me, I always look at them like, "What do you think that my expectation is that this nigga was gonna come out and take care of himself?" That that, that was <laughs> right. That's not. That's nowhere near my thought. Thank you. But yet people approach you like that, man. You ain't gonna you don't understand, bro. No, nigga, maybe you weren't prepared because your shit at, was an accident. My shit wasn't right. an accident. <laughs> I've been mentally preparing for this for a minute. Also, I'm fucking thirty five. We have a house. We have two working cars. We have two jobs that pay fine. We're good. Like we're not in a situation where I need. You're to be in as stable as a place as you could ever really hope to be, realistically. And I ain't got you know nothing to saying? do. I I go to screeners. Like I go to screeners. I do film critic shit. Okay. Outside of that, I ain't running around the world or the country. Like it. it that just ain't my situation. I ain't going to clubs. I don't bar hop. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to find a nice smooth jazz indie lounge to chill in. Like I'm, I be at home, nigga. So where the baby gonna be? Listen, at home. Where I'm gonna be? At, at home. home. <laughs> at home, chilling. And the other question that people have been hitting me with, or the remarks, it's, I also find this one weird. What y'all gonna do with Cora? Nothing. Uh, Have her in the, 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 the nigga. The, the, is Cora okay, a dinosaur? So is Cora a velociraptor? Like, <laughs> here's what I will say. What we did, and this I think is what everybody should do if you have a dog or a cat at home or whatever. We were in the hospital. Baby was born. Baby gets wrapped up in a blanket. Take the blanket home. Let the baby chill in the blanket. I took the blanket from the hospital, went home, put it where the dog normally sleeps, let the dog sleep with the blanket. She knows what the baby smells like. Bring the baby in the house. Dog sniffs the baby. Goes, oh, I know that smell. Okay, cool. And then, whatever. Chilling. Bruh, I'm up all night. Core will be in between my legs, like she <laughs> usually is. And the baby will be in my arms. Like, I don't, there will be no difference. That like, That is a weird thing, because it's not like, again, that you have a pet lion. Like, <laughs> that you got to figure out. <laughs> Thank you. What to do. <laughs> yeah, like, right? What you like, gonna do with a, your dingo? Like, like nigga... It's, it's a, a regular ass dog. So it is a dog. Don't you see all these pictures of families with dogs? Like, what is like? Oh, the dog is not no. going. I don't. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law have a pit bull and a fucking Rhodesian Ridgeback pitch pit bull mix, which the second dog is like the size of a fucking Ford. Yeah, F2 Rhodesian pitch. Ridgebacks are they're yeah. humongous, and they love their daughter, and they get along great. She can ride the big one around the house. Yeah, like if you yeah, was man. neglecting your pet or you were neglecting your children, if you are whatever, a good pet trainer, just, then yeah, the game. Then you'll but be that's fine. not us. That's just not our situation. Yes, Cora is spoiled all to hell. She will adjust. She will be fine. She will absolutely. Yeah, Steve be got fine. jealous. She's like, "Why come y'all not paying as much attention to me?" And I'd be like, "Nigga, because you a dog." And then she was like, "Damn, you right, <laughs> bro. You can literally take care of yourself. Go lick a paw. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chill out. Here's a raw hide. Go have a field day." Like chill out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it, that's it's just not like we just ignore her. It's not like Lady in the Tramp, but you know, yeah. And Lady in the Autumn in the Totem Pole, like, and she has always been raised that way. 
we've we have the, so the conversations fun. we have, like stuff like names and stuff. We've 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 we've, we've really not yeah. arguing about those. Like we'll toss some names out, and I'll be like, I don't like that. Easy, and I'll toss yeah, one Melinda, out, and she'll Melinda. be like, I don't like that. That's a good name, right? And there. then, but we have agreed. We we do agree on like there's there's name. weird stuff we agree on, like how many letters should be in a name. Like we both agree on that. So we pretty much come up with the same type of 17? name. Seventeen. I, I want to know how many letters is going to be. Are we nah, talking whole name, first that. name? Can't do that. Yeah. You can't tell me how many letters? Nah, you'll find out when you find out, nigga. <laughs> can't tell you. I'm not giving out any of that information. Close to the chest. Yeah. Like, I see. Or, we picked baby names before we even started trying to get pregnant. Nah, we, we, I did that after. Ashley was probably doing it way before, but I, I didn't start until after. I didn't see, see the problem. That's, that's the funny thing because, like, like we were aggressive to say that because what we were gonna do, one of the ideas we always floated around was, if it's a girl, the girl will have my initials. If it's a boy, I'll have her initials, mm. and try to and try it's, to run like that. Yeah, whatever system works. We just use family names for like we have four kids planned out. Not that we even will have four kids, but if we do, we have the blueprint for the first four. And by first four, I mean only four. I'm not having more than four <laughs> kids. But look, more than four, these kids need to be working. Bruh. These kids need to be singing, Bruh. playing the instrument, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. something. At Bruh. this point, Actually, somebody got to be making money. Somebody got to be bringing money. As soon as you can walk, you're doing gymnastics. You about to go win us a goal. <laughs> like, somebody got to do Gerber ads or something. Somebody got to get a mom contract. We got Instagram star. Like, shoot. I'm going to tell you how real it is over here. 35. I'll tell you how real it is. Right. I was actually had us watching this show on Hulu called Married. Um, it's an FX show. I think I made it to like episode five or whatever. There's an episode about um dude went and got a vasectomy. And I'm looking at that, I'm like, listen though. That's a real consideration right now. Because nigga. Not trying to Hey man, I heard me did that too. More. And so. they are great. Not trying to have no more dog. Like I'm, I, I can see I, me having a solid two and be like, "Well, that was yeah, bro, <laughs> absolutely." Two is two is work. Like my boy at work had, so he had a girl, and so they they him him and his wife um they lost the baby, sadly, and then she got pregnant again, and they had a, a little girl, and then he about to have a boy. Um, our buddy, you got our, the whole set, bro. Our buddy Winnie about to have a boy. Oh no, about to have a girl. I talked to her um a couple weeks ago. She got a boy. She about to have a girl. I think in like March. Like y'all popping out these babies, these two babies back to back, bro. So they can take care of themselves. Listen, I ain't about that life. I'm about one, one, one children running around here. Uh, got, got the, like, <laughs> two, when they get when they get older, they're just like go go play with each other, Bruh, Leave me alone. And, to the park. Yeah, that's true. And then like at you know at a certain point, you just like we're done, babies, kids out the house, college is done, Bruh. Y'all go be adults. I'll have me if like your life is crumbling, and we'll yeah. figure yeah. it out. Call and your, then you just done. Sip, like call your there's different ways, right? Call. You can like. Space it out so you're like, okay, we get one squared away, and then we focus on getting this other one squared away. Or you can be like, Dude, knock them both out and, you know, retire. Do you know why if I had kids, I'm going to have a vasectomy? Because these motherfuckers would be having these stories of being like, I had a kid, got my kid to college. And they had a kid, kid. 25, and then we had another kid. Like, nah, no. Bro. Oh, yeah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> nah, I better be no, able to really sue somebody no. if that happens. No. If I have a kid no. at 55. If I put if I write that first check for college <laughs> at fifty three, 
And then I come home and it's a bag of pregnancy tests on the counter. <laughs> I'm suing somebody. Somebody gets sued. Like somebody. <laughs> we get about practice money. Something, something messed up. Like I guess I'm retired early because so whatever, was whatever's happening, this baby's gonna be set for life. Because right. there was a great nowhere. <laughs> God damn! What the hell? And don't be one that has four kids and you want to have five kids and then on the fifth kid try you have five kids at once and now you got nine kids that's terrifying those people who be sitting there and being like we we did this and then we had that like that is my biggest fear like all right cool we ready to have baby great Uh uh-huh and now you got six i like so who called the tlc because we're going to need a goddamn show. <laughs> like, they, ain't got, they ain't got no black shows with this, so we need to get a show. Bro, That's the only way we're going to afford That's the only way we're going to afford these kids. They wildin' doing that stuff. They're going to have to be math athletes. Everybody getting scholarships. Because nah. otherwise, ain't nobody going to college. Look, I'm <laughs> like this. Look, I'm going to be real. Man. I have six kids. I'm going to ask other people if they want one. Like... We can separate, we can separate this early. Like it ain't gonna know. <laughs> just like I got a cousin. You need a, you need a baby. The going rate for I got at least two spares. For your children drops, dog. Like the more kids you have, exactly. the less you're worried about the one you just had. You're like, hold on, little nigga. It's a new little nigga. Your value just dropped about three points. Calm <laughs> down. So now yeah, you, you're not taking up as much of the market share as you used to, bro. Pipe down. So it's funny because like, like after this, right? So mm-hmm. like, we were girl. We all we've always talked about it, right? So it's been a thing. Both of us been like, nah, <laughs> yeah, and reasonable. Yeah. So like after I think after we found out about like Brandon Ashley, so I, I just I just asked her again, right? There's no macular thing. She's like, you know, you know, I'm about seventy five percent leaning. I'm looking at her like, you you leaning? You ain't never linked. This nigga say you leaning. <laughs> You ain't never linked that direction. Girl, you need now, a kickstand? You lean. She is fully she is fully in like we getting a dog first. Like cause that's what that's what she like. That's what we did. Like, she was like, I don't know if I want a kid. I know I want a dog. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> She's like, so yes, I'm getting that a dog. Smart. And for that is for her, it's not even like you know, people are like, Oh, I'm gonna get a puppy and I'm gonna practice. Like, no, she just wants a dog because she wants a dog. Like it's yeah, no she likes dogs. Yeah, she's gonna have dogs. She just haven't found like I said. She hasn't found a dog that she that has that has that has talked to her, and I'm We're still mad. about expanding our family right now. Actually, getting a second dog. I'm still mad that I I didn't get the dog a couple years ago. That was all black, and his uh, name was Toby. I remember. His this name was Toby. I was gonna free him and name him and name him Kunta. It was Sir. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Uh, that Just one, for the start, all black dog named Toby. The start. more I think about it, that would actually be the situation where people should ask us about Cora if we go get another <laughs> dog because then that's a challenge for her that's a legit four-legged challenge that she got yeah, yeah that, that would be more devastating than bringing in another person absolutely <laughs> absolutely. absolutely like she takes she's taking a little longer to go down the steps now and then all of a sudden yeah. this fresh breed come running up and down the steps past <laughs> yeah. her she, she's gonna want the other human to play with her bro like, that's why gonna definitely kill her me? whole psyche <laughs> Right, and she's a sensitive dog. That's gonna kill her whole psyche, bro. She'll be like, "Can you, can somebody pet me? I'm I'm on my back. Somebody pet me. Oh, nobody's gonna pet me. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess I'll get. Does pet Cora tomorrow. like nudge your hand to get you to pet her when you're not paying her enough attention? Cora. So when or I have a video that I took today that I'll post, so y'all can see exactly what Cora does when she feels like she's not getting enough attention. 
But um, she has. That's what Stevie does. She she basically will start barking at one of us, like yapping at one of us very angrily, and you can tell she's cursing us out. And then um, with Ashley, she'll just go and stand right in front of her and just start fussing her out. With me, she'll fuss at me for a while, and then she'll get up in my face. Like she'll just get up in my face and start trying to lick my face and start trying to like play. And I'm like, okay, you just, you want attention. That's what's going on. You've been in here all day in that cage sleeping. You're up. You got energy. Now you just want to play. And she'll want to play for like 10 minutes. And then she go back to being old and she sit down and she go back to sleep. That's just, that's just how she operates. But yeah, when she wants you, she has a, it's some, it's a, she has a, it's some nigga at the door. I don't know, Bark. And, oh yeah, and she has the. I want something. Y'all not paying attention to me. Where's my treat? Who said cookie? Wine bark. They're completely yeah, different. I need, that's why I need. I need an old dog to start off with to get me back in the practice. But old dogs are more expensive at the vet. Yeah, pet insurance is a real thing now, bro. Oh no, no. Look at at look at the paying for. Uh, surgeries <laughs> for for the last dog we had when they, when they got cancer and all that stuff. Oh yeah, you, like, yeah, that's they, we we, we was real like that 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 care credit was wonderful because it was like look you can put this on and you don't have to pay interest for like two years. <laughs> we were like oh, no, no yes. that, that, that's what say we didn't have insurance that care credit right. saved. They were like we know this is expensive, but here yeah, you don't have to yeah. pay the interest and we paid that sucker off. But like I wanted because. Cause right now, like the only thing that gets me is like I like coming home, and I did I I don't have to do anything. I literally get come you, well. There are low energy dogs that don't require our whole yeah, attention. Go get you a chow up, chow, nigga. I pick up my my right. controller, and I play video game. There's nothing there that is waiting on me to feed them. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing like low energy. I just don't like just the fact that you. I need to come home at a certain time to make sure that you're alive. Like I don't want. That you responsibility. Think, dogs are pretty damn resourceful. Yeah. Now, once you train them, because like Steve, yeah, the but way I gotta, I do, be, I gotta I, do that. Be tired. You gotta do what? Train them. Training is repetition. Train. Get a two-year-old dog that's already been trained know, or something. I need. Yeah, I want somebody else to do work. It's like like a, I'm a. Yeah, I'm yeah, a I get it. Trust me, I understand being lazy, dog. I'm, I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, I'm gonna borrow somebody's child. Like, just this give nigga. me your good. 14 year old works at Chick fil A child. Bruh. And I, and I finish it off. No ID. Fake ID. Yeah. I'll top, top the dog. But now, I would say now that I'm not working in a school, because I don't understand how people work at schools and then also want kids. Hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> always been a MH works around just little kids all the time and also. Like, we're going through kids, that right so now. She, I, it was so it, tough for me. Ash it was so hard. Ash is going I just, through that. I just saw me beating up. A yeah, Ash did it too. No, she's she's literally she's legit going through the. I'm tired of working around other people's kids. No, it's no, it'd That's be so she's real. At. <laughs> she's she's at the, she's so like real. she's like I don't she's like now that I'm about to have my own kid I don't care about these other kids like no, that's, that's other kids. that right now <laughs> it'd be it'd be so real because I'd be like man I'm gonna come home and the last thing I want to see is a child. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to work a different job. Oh my god! Teachers do it. We had a conversation the other day, and I was like, we were talking about the daycare situation, and you know, like where we should look for one. We need to start looking now to get on list or whatever. And I, I mentioned, I'm like, well, you know, like in home is something that's a possibility too. And she was like, nah. 
And immediately I knew why. And I was like, ma'am, is this because you'll have some type of jealousy to another woman walking around this house holding that baby? And she was like, yes. I said, okay. Hey. All right. Know how you feel. (laughs) See, and and then because I'm because I'm trying to work out my situation at work to to give me a more balanced work life balance situation. And she goes, she was like, there's also a possibility I may be jealous of you being home more often with this kid. And I'm like, well, yeah, ma'am, you take all those possibilities. I'm like, man, that's just the reality though. Like I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm here all day like that, don't, don't matter. Cause you will be hitting the moments, you know, the baby gonna, gonna go at you first. Uh, ain't gonna be. <laughs> we already go through that with Cora. Why she treats you like that. She'll treat me like that. I'm like, Oh my God, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> she, oh, look, yeah. she don't run to me for treats. She run to you for treats. Right, but she, sit, really. but she sits in between your legs. Listen, I don't, you and her might have a better understanding of why y'all want to be between my legs. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. All right, so why you getting mad at me? I don't know. I'm uh, just trying to watch my TV. Look, I was, uh, we were talking to some somebody at my work. We were talking about uh, like maternity leave and stuff like that, which is a joke. It's like, yes, in America is a joke. It's, it's an a absolute like, fucking joke. I hate that girl shit. Because we were just thinking, you know, it's like some places like six weeks. That's what we got. And I'm looking like, I'm thinking in my head like, man, we don't take puppies away from their parents until like eight. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We'll be, like, we'll, we'll be like, at least then by the time that, pu- that puppy is able to like take, walk, run, <laughs> look around, bark when it needs something, your baby can't hold his neck up. They'd be like, all right, come back to work. Nigga, like, like, don't even. It makes no sense in the world, and we're extremely fortunate that uh, Rob Thomas and Kendrick was working a lot last year because I was able to take off six weeks and just not do any work at all and stay at home with MH every day. But she would have been going through it, man. Like, she didn't even have like C-section. She had an episiotomy, but still, that's surgery and you just had a whole fucking baby like that's a whole lot to recover from you, uh, and you take care of the person no damn I just took that shit I just Ready, unpaid six weeks in the paternity yeah so my job does offer um that's fortunate <laughs> yeah I know right it is it's rare but then what's this broke ass country what's crazy in Finland is, fathers can get like six months of fucking paternity bro, it's crazy in other countries it's so good in other countries but for my, for yeah. my situation yeah. it's um because I've been with my job long enough I didn't even realize that they added another whole week um on your vacation yeah so I got the I had I was on three so now I got what 20 days of vacation basically a month I can take in vacation and that doesn't count holidays, personal days and sick days. On top of that, I get to six weeks. And then I'm also trying to work my situation to where I'm um, doing some days from home uh, consistently. So, uh, you know, the job is looking out right now. The situation is it's it's it looks to be. It looks like we're going to come out in a really good position. And I'm just hoping that I know Ash is trying to do some things on her end as well. So hopefully that goes, she finds what she's looking for too. And that'll be great. But honestly, 
it's going to be what it's going to be. And the first two years are going to be what they are. And I'm prepared for that. Like my mentality is just, we just got to get through the first two years. I feel like, and after that, it's going to be like the kid never was not there. So that's great. man. I mean, for us, it was like that after like a couple of weeks, honestly, shit is, yeah, you get adapted to it so quickly. It will blow your mind. Yeah. Once you you know that that uncle Twan at the appropriate time, is bringing all the loud noise making games and toys. Oh, we are cool with that, honestly, because A, I have uh, noise canceling, two pairs of noise canceling headphones. Smart guy. And B, loud noises don't bother us or her because we made sure that we never let her really, not never, but she doesn't often sleep in super quiet environments because we have our loud ass dog who just starts barking over stupid shit. And we'll be like watching TV and stuff while she sleeps. So she doesn't get used to, I have to be in complete silence yeah. to sleep. I, I go around the toy thing and I'd be like, I'm going to find a toy for baby. And then I didn't like, Keisha's like, she can't stand it. Cause I end up playing with the toys and I'm in the store making all these noise with these baby. Oh toys. yeah, absolutely. And she was, she was like, so are you, she's like, are you getting a toy for you <laughs> or the child? I was like, <laughs> I like it. Then the child's going to love it. This is testing. Also, I'm glad that they Science. make things for just kids to bang on. This is wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep this going. But I mean, this joke is great. I gotta get I gotta get up there, man, to because I ain't I ain't seen a little one yet. Yeah, man. Uh we are going to probably be home in uh Easter weekend. That's the plan. MH and Carolyn for sure will. If I'm not working, then I will also be. Uh I am hopefully going to come down for something in the water as well. I doubt I can just bring the baby with me, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We paid too much for tickets. Nope. <laughs> I was like, I'll just give me a pair of Jordans to be happy because I ain't going to nothing in the water. <laughs> I, no, it's not going to work. I went because I was like, it's too close to my house to not go. I, Absolutely. Correct. You, you know right. what I mean? Like just just to experience, like you know what I mean? Like just to, like I experienced it. It was fun. It was a great yeah. festival, and 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 the way that it was run last year, and everybody around me, like because like, there were so many people around me who were like who don't go to stuff, and they were just like, yeah, I just went out there like Saturday and Sunday, and it was yeah. just like for it to be so packed, it was still so relaxed. Yes, like, the, great vibe. Like, mm-hmm. Really, yeah, great so vibe. I was like I gotta go. I got me some VIP tickets. I was like, Bro, that's the way to do a festival. Somewhere. These niggas got <laughs> facts. How you got VIP VIP tickets and then VIP tickets? Like, bruh. There, oh, there's there. always a super VIP, some nonsense yeah. type shit. I was yeah, like, God always. damn. We went to the we went to the pre-sale and then they were like, they got VIP. We we're like, yeah, let's get those. Yeah. yeah. And we we're like, oh, that's a lot of damn money. Hey. Shit. You wanna go? You wanna see them? But also I was like, I don't feel like Fighting all these people in the sand, so nope. <laughs> don't want to do it. And it was so, packed last year with inclement weather. So if we get a nice weekend, it's gonna be yeah. Packed. So mm-hmm. you still be dealing like, with I, niggas in VIP too. It ain't gonna be not packed in VIP. Oh no, it's still yeah, it's still gonna be packed in there. VIP is gonna be relaxed, packed though. It's different. Oh, absolutely. I've only done VIP at big festivals. I've never <laughs> done regular tickets. Yeah, so I was that like, shit. that's cool. I think it came out to like. Oh man, It'd be like twelve, thirteen hundred, bro, for two tickets. Yeah, I think it was like six hundred a piece, something like yeah. that. Oh yeah, for two tickets, yeah, definitely. Still that cheaper than sense. Governor's Ball. Still cheaper than uh, Coachella and shit. So yeah, oh, like I said, 
I, I will sit I'm there. I'm trying to sneak my way into Coachella this year. I mean, I got to see Rage Against the Machine. I got to get somebody to like let me go do some audio shit so I can just get into the show for free. So I'm definitely not paying to go see that shit. I had to work. To hey, do. let me take a pause and um, Deidre, are you there? Yeah. I know she's been on for a minute, but I don't think she, she said. She left because she, she had a phone call. Oh, did she? Oh, I didn't even see that. That was a while ago. I'm you guessing she's sure on the phone call. Deidre, you still on the phone? Man, we, th- we started 2020 yeah, with some serious talk. Bruh, well, the yeah, big man. talk was fun talk, though. It was fun it's serious the, Yeah, talk. it's the best kind of it serious is. talk. It is, yeah. It is fun talk because it's like, it's like we all progressing the shit. You know what I mean? Like people bringing in other lives. And then we got to figure out if we want to keep bringing in lives. Yeah. <laughs> It's important. Hmm. Uh, like, I'm. You know, I sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, at this point, I'd be like, man, there's 7.8 billion people. I don't know if I need to bring another one in. Yo, honestly, <laughs> I had that same thought process for a while too, and then like, I, she came out, and I was like, oh, this is clearly the best baby of all time. So we made the right choice. The rest of y'all <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. I, I, just, I, y'all. I do. I do feel like if if like if my if, like me and my girl, because like we 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 went from a place of being like no. It ain't happening. To I mean, but if it did, right. <laughs> that's your twenties into your thirties, and it still though. may end up being no, or it could be like you know what? Yeah, we yeah. gonna do this, but yeah, you know, you got you got time to figure it out. Will you, will you hit that? I mean, though, like the right. air, the like, air is different. It's a wild steps in your brain to get there if you've never been there before, and I definitely was not there at first. What y'all need to consider though, and just be wary of this, is uh, we might have to end up. Coming up with a kit called Baby's First World War because we are uh, big niggas. This Nick, so it is, is wilding. Chill out, real dog. Look, so on the real, we all thought this was going to happen about four years ago. Yeah, like, pretty much. You know what I mean? And like, and I'm not going to say that the four years with him have have been less than anything less than horrible, mm-hmm. right? But there was still a part of me that felt like, you know what? He didn't blow us up. Just get him you know, out of there. So yeah. That was the best. Let's, 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 let's just get him out, right? And then, like, this last year, like, he like, oh, I'm hitting the home stretch. <laughs> I couldn't get the walls. So I'm going to blow something up. And I was like, well, damn. And then, like, it's not even the fact that you go to blow stuff up, right? Like, again, he he making it seem like he did something. I think he, I think what he's trying to do is get like that, that like when Barack it's got uh, Osama, he's trying to get oh, he trying to get yeah. a name behind him. Like, oh, I, yeah. I took this person out, and then everybody's like, uh, we already Don't knew, know knew who Qasem Soleimani like, is. Everybody knows who Osama bin Laden is, but, bro. But the Pentagon already knew like where he was. It, it wasn't like it was a secret. It was just no. like like other presidents had known foreign country, and everybody was terrorist. like, yeah. But everybody's like, it ain't worth it, like. Could we take him out? Would it be beneficial to us? Yes, but the fallout from doing it is not worth it. Like that option that they were like that they gave that he ran with, like they were like it's been given to other presidents. They just all realized it won't worth it. It's just not worth it. Well, he torpedoed the nuclear deal we had we had with Iran because Obama did it basically. Then. Then he up there being like straight up on the tw- on the on the Twitter sphere, being like, "I'm about to say fuck the Geneva Convention." <laughs> like, Wait, what, dude? 
Because you remember, you, you want to see his tweet when he said he got 52 sites ready to bomb? No. He said, I got 52 sites and I ran ready to go. Some of them are very important to Iran's cultural heritage. Cultural heritage? Yes, Bruh, which both. is against the Jesus. Geneva Convention, both which, would be, which would be a war crime. Nigga, yes. the Middle East united against ISIS because they were tearing down cultural shit. Like, yes. <laughs> like, like he he said in the jump, and then like all his aides had to be like, "No, he did not mean that." Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, oh, the, did he, he like, meant it. So he said it, and then they were like, "No, he didn't mean that." Then he's like, "Yes, I mean it," and they're like, "No, he really didn't mean it." And then he somebody <laughs> finally got to him and showed him like, "Like nigga, no, <laughs> you can't do this." So then he said something like, "You know what? I, you know, as as I was doing it, I heard you know it's against the law, and you know me, I like to obey the law." <laughs> You trying to get all of us blown the like a war crime. Like when we did actual war that still I don't think was, you know, was necessary or needed or anything like that. Nope. That's how we got ISIS and all that stuff now. Now you about to straight up do war crimes and be like, yeah. But he doesn't understand he's doing war crimes. He just he just doing white man shit. And that's that like that's the problem. When you got a white man who wants to do white man shit backed by a bunch of other white men that like there, it's not that people keep talking about like Trump's going to take us down, bro. It ain't him hitting no buttons. Like it ain't him like finding out the information and knowing where his targets are. These people are providing enough information to him and giving him leeway into being able to ask someone else to do that shit. And then they actually doing it because we have seen through and through that if these dudes don't, if these white men do not want to do something, they will do, they will use every privileged power within their being and moral fiber to not have to do that shit. And yet he goes and is like, I want to hit this target. And they're like, well, it happened already. It's out of our control. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Y'all are co-signing off on him doing that shit and letting him do it. So to act like if we just get rid of Trump, that would get rid of the problem. That's not going to get rid of the problem at all because the support system that he has behind him of a bunch of privileged pussies is the problem. Like they are like they fall in line with that shit too. <laughs> AKA bitch McConnell. The Bruh. funny thing is though, like the the military, like the intelligence services, they don't like this nigga. They ain't never like this nigga. But it's like, what do you do when it's your boss? <laughs> it's like it's just like that's that's they basically actually where in the field. Right it's different when you out there. He ain't sending his kids over there. He not going over there. He playing golf. Shout out to whoever no. made that meme that had an arrow pointing to Florida like this where he at if y'all looking for him. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all brave as fuck for making uh, memes like that because yeah. y'all on the list like, now. Like uh, America is sitting out there now. Like people are just sitting there being like, look, we don't agree with this nigga. <laughs> like, it's like, don't hit us. Well, no, the Iron was like, when we say death to America, we mean Trump, Mike Pompeo, and his cabinet. And somebody was like, oh, shit, we good then. <laughs> he actually said that. He's like, we don't mean... Yeah, the Ayatollah literally said, like, Dog. when we say death to America, we mean American political leadership. We don't actually mean the people. The people we all got beef with. It's just the, like, Look, that's the what people it'd be like. that are actually pulling these triggers. That's what it'd be like. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So let's work together. <laughs> you know, listen... Bro, like, uh, let's advance uh, two causes at once. Y'all like, why, this person why? kill two birds at one time? <laughs> like, is that a thing in in uh, Farsi? Does that expression translate? 
if this podcast is gone tomorrow, they, they got us. You know what happened? <laughs> came, I just came because they came, they came through and they was listening to us talk and it was like, <laughs> look at these intelligent niggas, politic, tick, tick, ticking. Like, fuck, <laughs> I'm not dealing with all of this nonsense. That's why I've never really been following Trump like that because you know he gonna do some wild shit. And then you see this Iran shit happening during the holidays, nigga. Like, he wouldn't even let Santa live. He wilding out on New Year's. I'm like, bruh, nobody wanted to calm him down. He couldn't go have a Don Lemon drink. Seriously? Y'all just let this man get in the get in the room and hit the big red button. And now the whole world, now not the whole world, but now like Twitter is, everybody is, is vocal about this situation, how they feel. People, black Twitter was getting their jokes off and then white Twitter was like, black Twitter don't understand that we all, we about to go to war. Black Twitter was like, no, y'all about to go to war. We about to go, we about <laughs> to go on stage and crack these jokes. Like, y'all did this to yourselves. Remember, we voted against him. Black women especially did not put this man in a position for him to be able to do this at this point. So the next time that y'all are like, hey, we don't like war, maybe you shouldn't put a nigga yeah, in charge of y'all I- that doesn't understand the ramifications of starting a war. When they said at one point, we you know, because every time a war comes, they talk about the draft. I said they better start them Trump rallies, because because don't come don't come call me. You know that nigga over there that keeps saying America, get him, get him. Because that's a thing. You know, they you know these niggas like us. like take my guns out my cold dead hands. Like he already got weapons. Like get him. Like, Bro, they're not coming to get me. us. They are not coming to the hood to get niggas. They're not going to Section 8 to pick soldiers. They're coming to the Great Plains where they know y'all got seven and eight kids waiting for a TLC show deal, and they're going to send y'all's kids to war. That's who they're coming to get. I'm just saying there's a lot of people who talk about, I wish they would take my AR-15. i like, you need, you know what? There you go. (laughs) You got a willing participant. Don't call me. If you got to make America greater, you know, we got one of them little MAGA hats. Uh Uh-huh. Get your, look, go on over there. Because obviously you support everything that this nigga does. <laughs> you think he right. So I'm going to need you to go over there and literally fight for him. Because the rest of us ain't doing that. I was like, I like they're not going to put up a draft because they don't need to or necessary. And I probably ain't got to worry about it because we all too old probably. But yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, old. yeah. But I was like, do you do you see me back there? I was like, man, it'd been like the 70s, burning the draft cards. <laughs> like, like, mm. And when Not you today, get sir. and when you go and come back home, don't be looking forward to affordable care or veteran funding. Duh, nigga, y'all wilding. <laughs> y'all don't want they, they don't want to make no cuts for y'all for that. They y'all y'all done your duty in your service. You back home, take care of yourself. That's what kills me about white people supporting that political system. They don't take care of y'all. That's that's literally like defending a parent that beat the shit out of you every day. I, I just I don't even understand it. I don't understand. And these motherfuckers ain't even your parents. Like, there's no love there. They didn't bring you into this world, but they damn sure take you out and won't lose no sleep over that shit. Pennies to the dollar, my nigga, you ain't worth it. They will let you go out there, lose your life, send your family a thank you for your services note, and y'all can deal with the tragedy and they'll take all of the credit if we come out not as fucked up as we probably should have, given the shit that we've allowed and done. People keep talking about, we got the, I mean, not people keep talking about, we got the election and stuff coming up this year. We got all of these, this nonsense on the Democratic side, ridiculousness on the Republican side as usual. It's just another fucking Wednesday. Yeah. And, and Democrats just don't want to fight. Bruh. Like, 
I yeah, that's the shit that be getting me because it's not a thing of like I'm like y'all need to be getting some of these people tactics because y'all actually got people on your side that some of the apathy that comes with there because you see the other side just be like well like no matter what they do <laughs> they will sit there like well you know we want to extend the, the, the olive branch they were like nigga no no, no not right now no <laughs> not right now and it's it's this, it gets it gets old, man. Like it gets old having one side that wants to. Well, we just want to shake their goddamn hands, and the other side is like, and we just want to be able to wipe our ass with both hands. So you'll right. have to deal. I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. Why, I mean, I understand why it's because they all white. At the end of the day, the reason that they're able to function like that together as a two as a two man system is because both the men are white. Even when it's even when it's white women involved, it's still all white privilege. It's all white people, and these people in a different class and a different pay than us, they're not affected by any of the choices that they make for the rest of the country. And, and for the and like people, people put them up on these pedestals and hold them up like if if they make a decision that you think is in your favor, any consequences of that shit is no blowback for them. They might damage their reputation. But what the fuck is a reputation when you rich? Who gives a fuck? They don't yeah. give a fuck. They're good. Their kids are good. Their family's good. What's your family doing? You waiting for some health care? You waiting for some type of stipend, some government assistance? You waiting for work? You waiting for big business pay? Like you waiting for banking to get his shit together? Mortgage rates to drop? Gas to stop going up? Bruh. Good fucking luck, because they're not affected by that shit. See, they only care about shit that affects them directly. All of that other shit is fluff and talk. All of that impeachment shit is fluff and talk. All of these politics are what we changing. I like Elizabeth Warren's plans. I like Elizabeth Warren's plans, too, when she go on The View or whatever to talk about it. But at the end of the day, they are benefiting from whatever propaganda they putting out to bolster their name. And we're not benefiting from any actual change on the ground level. It's just all talk. I honestly don't get why people are so invested in politics. I really don't. Well, I do. Like on on a national level, I get it why you would not be so invested. But on a local level, politics matters. Oh, local level, that's different. Like Dan and and the shit that he's into. Hell yeah, I get that. That's a direct effect. I'm, t- I'm talking very about the easy national to become shit, disillusioned with national politics because yeah. it seems like these motherfuckers just be collecting the check and not doing anything or actively trying to do terrible shit. All they do is it's talk. normally like one of them. all this talking, bro. It's like it's like if you work at a like in my field, if you're a tech person and you constantly going to meetings all day, that's the worst because you ain't sitting down and getting shit done. You're not actually changing anything. You're just talking about it all the time. So that's what politics right. is, right? Like every news station is that. Every news update is that. Every breaking news tweet is that. And then you have all of these people that are like, you know, talking heads for politics. And they all have their, you know, disillusions and their theories. And they drop them all the time and we listen to them. And they sound smart and they're cool and they make sense. But tomorrow will be fucking Thursday, nigga, just like it was Thursday last Thursday and shit ain't changed. Trump is still in the White House. Our country is still doing trash shit. Our people still suffer the most. You know, it sucks. 
So if he bombs another country, we didn't have, we didn't do it, but we'll suffer for it. If there's some type of blowback, if like, I think one of the guys at my job was talking about like sleeper cells type shit. All right. Y'all keep thinking these people ain't just ain't going to go crazy and walk up in spots and start blowing up shit and doing whatever. Cut. Just, I mean, yeah, I'm not actually worried about like a nuclear war with Iran. I'm, the thing that I would be more worried about is shit like that. Like I'm worried right that where, where people who had nothing to do with it dying from it. Like just going to church and going to the movies, going to the mall, going to school, those people dying from it. And then our country yeah. feeling the need to react to it for revenge yeah. purposes to keep it going. Those to are the Iran's situations that scare like, me. To Ron's credit though, I will say they didn't so they they did retaliate. Right. Mm-hmm. They uh sent some bombs at some Iraqi uh and American hell like strongholds type of things. Yeah. But they they did that but gave like people warning like it was coming. <laughs> right. So they blew these things, really didn't hit anything, told America like, Hey, we'll basically like we'll we're gonna back off if there's no counterattack or anything like that. And it was almost just like a show of force. To be like, so they can appease, but they don't really want to do anything because, like, they didn't kill anybody, they didn't try to kill anybody, they didn't really do any damage. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was like that was their answer to it because, like, they, at least one side understands, like, we ain't trying to go to war. Nah, like, 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 like we like a long protracted, like the the last thing we want is is more y'all over here. We got enough of y'all over here. Like, it's not. At, 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 I mean, at least then that's what you hope. But when you when you do something like this, cause like you said, it could be a, it could be where the, 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 the government or the country itself doesn't do anything, but all you need is that one small, like faction <laughs> who, who thinks that this is what it is to, to, to fuck up. Like you said, the, the regular everyday people who have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Right. Because, but that's what we killing when we send bombs over there and drone attack. Yeah. That's, 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 and that's, we're and that's why like these wars are like, I mean, think about it. We've been having a war since we was in high school. Yes. Since we was in high school. Like since that makes what sophomore year of high school. That makes no sense. And I look at people who be like, you know, all this stuff with war, and I'm just like, nah, man, like, I support the troops because I want them to come the fuck home. Bruh, we like, shouldn't I don't anybody that and supports die. the troops should support not being in war. Yeah, like, look, this this is not a thing where, like, we can look up there and, and there's a there's a right and just cause, because even with, even with wars that you can look back in the past, that you can say is a right and just cause, I think we could all be like, Hitler, right and just cause. It still had Definitely. a monstrous toll. Right. Yes. War is not something you just go into just willingly and easily. It's, it normally, should... if you have to fight in the war, it's not something you enter into lightly. Yeah. But the problem is that's not a yeah. reality. It, it's, it's like when somebody be like, "Oh, y'all go fight," and you be like, "Look, man, see what happened was like." <laughs> right. Let me just talk to you real quick because like mm. you ain't really trying to fight <laughs> if it ain't necessary. No. Like that, nobody wants to do that. It's not real war though, either, right? The things that we're seeing or the experience that the, the experiences that we're getting from these bombings, these missile strikes, that's not real war for this age. And I think people really need to pay attention to where we're at technologically. 
if motherfuckers really want to come for us, and if we really, if, if people really want to go, there are so many things worse than just launching a missile. The things that you can do with cyber attacks now, like biochemical oh, warfare. Yeah, yeah. Russia, Russia already know that. Right. <laughs> they, they, they just playing with that shit. It's, it's, the, it's a whole the last time game. America had a foreign country fighting a war on American soil was in 1815. Yeah, in the War of eighteen twelve, that was the last time we've had a war on our own shore. We're we're protected because we were able to sit there and basically go from sea to shining uh, sea. So yeah, we have both of our coasts protected, and now we have a fucking shit. And it takes time and energy to get over here. But that's why places like England, like Britain, Spain, and all them, they be like talking because like if war break out, it ain't it is right there. Like it's down the street. Bruh, it's you know a, I mean? what hour flight from no, London look, to if, Berlin. Look, if look, if if Arkansas was another country <laughs> and wanted to have right. war, then Tennessee field. probably wouldn't start smoke with Arkansas <laughs> as often. Yeah. SEC would be way less cantankerous when these yeah, football like, games coming up. Gotta, we ain't really got to do that, man. Like y'all could go down the street, y'all could just hit the interstate and get that. Right. But we can we can puff our chest up. Because it's, it's like you gotta big, cross either the second biggest or the biggest no, ocean in but the world. Like, it's like the, the bubble the, we the created that for watching ourselves. y'all fight from across the fence, talking all the shit. But look, but look at the bubble <laughs> we created for ourselves. We've got a poor country. We got poor countries below us, and we got Canadians above us. Like we're good. <laughs> we're like yo, yeah, who gonna fuck with us? Up on us like that? No, probably. That's the and, and that's and why it, we're not worried about that any type of border attack right there. And like you said, we're surrounded by water. So and they went at it. We're not even we're smart enough price. to 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 have allies on both sides, bro. Like no, we, <laughs> we didn't antagonize the motherfuckers. You know, like, yo, why would you do that? Smart enough because it's because racism is tight with Mexico. Because yeah. racism is so crazy that the people who are literally right below us, we can't just be like, yo, let's share, let's get this money. Like you know what I mean? Like we look, I look at Europe. There's multiple people there who can speak multiple languages. But why? Because motherfuckers just come across people just be going like. Where you going today? I feel like going to Italy. All right, cool. Now that's not to say they don't suffer. They don't suffer from xenophobia and racism too. They do. Which yes, they, they definitely do, do. But they still mingle. <laughs> they still mingle. Exactly. We don't mingle. Yeah, but we hire. For, but also, we hire to work. We hire workers. Their xenophobia is not to other Europeans. <laughs> it's to, yeah, it's to, it's to black people. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not true. I'll That's not true. I not in Europe. Like Mike, so. <laughs> Europe is wild, yo. You should see what uh, English people say about like Polish people and shit. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like going to New white. York. It's not whiter. People I, I feel like I feel like it's like What's going to New York. Like, is that like white and eggshell? Polish people are real white. Wow. I was in Poland last year, and it was the whitest place I've ever been in my life. It was beautiful, and I had a great time, for the record, but it was also the whitest place I've ever been. Just, I mean, like, like I'm saying, just look at the culture. Look at, look at New York. If but you want to see what it would be like, if you have a bunch of people that have to mingle, but definitely be talking shit about each other behind each other's backs and keep their little clicks right. and sex, they burrows and stuff. I mean, everybody talks shit, but as long as you don't do shit, yeah, yeah but like I'm, that's but like, the thing I could live with. But where do it's you? Not ideal. But where, like in, in around the country, right? I feel like yeah. New York is predominant in that. Like you can go to New York, you'd be like the Italians, be talking about the Puerto Ricans, be talking about the blacks, be talking about the Jews, You're talking about the Albanians, right? I mean, like, because, because, <laughs> yeah, because racism, because every group Cause that racism. came, 
That's what every I'm group, every group that came over became the new hated group. <laughs> so and none, of, and none of y'all were white. <laughs> so like, every no. group that came over was like, where do I fall on the on the on the hierarchy of hate? You know what I mean? And now these niggas coming over. So now, oh shoot, let's hate them because like they like I was at I got a I had a person who was from New York who was talking to me and I and they were talking about that. And I said, yeah, New York is great because it's like it's it's like the living experiment of racism. Like, uh, I mean, heard. Everybody <laughs> thinks like, oh, it's cool. We're going to Little Italy. Like, no, that's just racist. Like, your ass can't go nowhere else. Put your yeah, Italian bro. ass here. <laughs> right. All y'all, all y'all leave Ellis Island. Walk your ass over there. That's your block. Racism. Stay there. <laughs> y'all not white yet. In thirty years, y'all y'all be yeah, good. Yeah. But for now, yeah, get yeah, your yeah, little dirty Italian ass over there. Right, right now, right now, you ain't that. You ain't white enough. Right. They literally be looking at each other like, why did they cross the line and come over here? What yeah. do they need? Bro, like, I heard. So this podcast that I listened to who was talking about Boston, which is also woo, buddy. It's Boston. Um, and this dude was like, Boston is the only city in America where you can get hate crime while being a straight white man. <laughs> I'm not surprised. By another straight white man. Nigga. I mean... Boston got some other shit going on. Boston. You Italian in the Irish part of town, you might I mean, not look, be so look, sweet. Marky Mark was out here fucking people up. Throwing rocks at niggas. Listen, bruh. Oh, that nigga should be in jail. That nigga fuck somebody up. Straight fuck up. That prison. Ain't, didn't that dude lose his eye or something? Like, something like, insane like that? Yeah, man. And then he came up with Field of Vibrations, mm-hmm. which now takes on a whole different meaning. Bruh. Damn. <laughs> Sir. Think about it. <laughs> I don't know. There's been some other stuff. We got real political. It's been some other stuff going on this year. I know, um, I know one of the things that I harped on and we've had this conversation before. I'm not a fan of this man, but this nigga y'all this nigga y'all uh, love, Tyler Perry. This nigga dog. What did he do now? What did he do now? This yeah, nigga, what did he do now? This nigga posted a video mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. all of the scripts for all of the shows that he has written. And gotcha. said, I don't have yeah, a, a flex. I respect it. He said, I don't have a writing team. This is what hard work and dedication looks like. Oh boy. You know, you know what? what's funny? Him saying he doesn't have a writing team explains a lot. <laughs> right. Like, it's not it's, a deflection he thought it was gonna be. It's, it's crazy, but comment. It like it, it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We we can tell. It's like, it's like that we made it's like that we made me like a mm-hmm. Y'all, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And I've, sense sense now. I've, I've said my piece about Tyler Perry as far as like having a studio that could house the realty of the three major studios behind him all in one place and not giving jobs to black creatives who can be directors and producers and writers, right? But for you to brag about it and then put on it that this is what hard work looks like given the shit you write and then for most of your content to be about black women and you don't have a black woman there helping you write none of that shit and it's coming from a black man okay okay y'all if 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 it was a white studio doing this y'all would be through the roof mad y'all would be so mad if Brad Pitt came out with Plan B and was like, we doing 12 years of sister, and there's not one black woman in the writing room, it's just this that one That nigga said 12 years of sister. <laughs> Y'all would be hot. 
Oh, but all right. Let's read. Let's rework all the Brad Pitt's films for uh, Black Women. Yes. <laughs> but because it's but, be, but because it's Tyler Perry and because he got a big studio now, it's okay that he don't have no black women write none of these black women stories. Where he got Cicely Tyson in his movies and Angela Bassett in his movies, and you know, like. Uh, who it was, it was hey, another one is that'd be the only Felicia thing he do. He, he'll make sure Sicily got a got a role. Got Felicia <laughs> Rashad in his that, movies. You know what I'm saying? Got a shout out to the legends. Oprah Winfrey is back in his films, but he ain't got her writing nothing either. She don't get her thoughts on paper. It's just him. He writing all the scripts of all the black women's stories. So I feel I'm looking at Brad Pitt's uh films to to change them for to to black. <laughs> and I'm not gonna touch twelve monkeys. I'm just gonna leave that Ooh, one. It's on. just monkeys. <laughs> Just go, just go lead that one. Just let that one go. <laughs> Mark. Uh, we got Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We can turn it to Mr. and Mrs. Jefferson. I was about to word. say, or Jackson. Uh man. What is the... Hold up, man. He produced the last Madman. Brad Pitt be bringing black shit to life. Go ahead, Bro, man. I'm telling you, Brad Pitt cares. Brad Pitt deserves a Black Achievement Award. Plan so, B has given Brad us some of the best. As a producer, we got what? Uh, last black man in San Francisco. Oh no shit! Uh, if Bill Street could talk, mm-hmm. damn. Uh, we know Twelve Years a Slave, Moonlight, Moonlight, Moonlight. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's a producer, like executive producer, like just help, like help what finance Selma. Uh, <laughs> Bruh. Uh, Night Nightingale with David Oyelowo. Man. Bro. Good job, oh, sir. and then and then Boon, um, Bong Joon Ho is getting everything for Parasite this year, and Plan B did Okja, which is on Netflix right now. That's oh, what a real quick film. question: Is Parasite as good as people is acting like it is? Yes, absolutely. Dog, I enjoyed that movie. Look, the movie is good because like people told me watch the movie and you think it's about what they and, it, and, it, and it, the way it goes, it's just like I I had no I like I wasn't expecting it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Okay, perfect. That's all I need to know. Is yeah. it available on non-movie theater? No, it's still in the theaters, right. I believe. I think it's okay. still in the theater. Then I'm going to try to see the theaters yeah. still out. But pl- Plan B, and there's no, re- Plan B Productions has been doing this since 2013. It is 2019. There's absolutely no reason that Tyler Perry couldn't have been doing this. And it's, you don't look at, you don't look at Plan B for entertainment and see Brad under director see Brad Pitt Brad Pitt Brad Pitt Brad Pitt that's not what you see you look under his directors you see Matthew Vaughn Steve McQueen Ava DuVernay Adam McKay Barry Jenkins he just just be like I'm the producer Joe Talbot like he goes I'm the money man he gets (laughs) people he gets directors that fit the film they're making that production that they're doing like he didn't get Ava DuVernay to do sister, sister, oh my sister. He got her to do Selma. Like you know, sister, sister, <laughs> oh my sister. It sounds like a Tyler Perry church film. <laughs> that is. Yeah, the, like, the these are people. He cares about these films, and they care about what they look like, and they care about the audience that these films are made for. Tyler Perry cares about his pockets. That's what he cares about, which is why he brags about writing twelve scripts for 12 terrible shows that have never won any Emmys or any fucking awards and shouldn't. Like, so they're not he, good. So we got 
he has produced his studio has helped to produce movies two movies by Barry Jenkins one by Ava DuVernay um let's see another black ass movie and there's not even though it's not directed by a black man but uh last black man in San Francisco um <laughs> no it, it's a directed by a dude of color though no Joe Talbot is black I thought He's in the film. I, think I don't know. The, the, the one that's on IMDb, this is this is he ain't black. Okay, so oh, the other is. then the other guy who worked with him yeah, because he, he wrote not black. then he wrote then Jimmy, Jimmy Falls. Jimmy Falls. Is that yeah. who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Falls, Fales. yeah. He 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 had worked. He so worked look, with oh, him so in that, that story is Back based in the on. writer room. There we go. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, this is the picture of both of them. Yeah. Oh white dude and black dude just working together. Dude from Parasite. I mean like look. That is what you would what, what you want people to do. You want people to have a a production company and to give you good stuff. Because we've all know we watch enough movies. Like I think we all know we can sit here and watch. If I see something from Plan B, if I see something from A twenty four, if I see something huh. from Annapurna, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it a chance. Absolutely. Sure. They have a not, strong not know, record. Not knowing what the hell I can look at that and be like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Bloomhouse. It's like when you see but, a thing uh, yeah. like Bloomhouse. Chris Bloomhouse. I'm like, Bloomhouse, if I see a, yeah. if I see a good, like, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a good weird ass horror. About to watch yep. that. Shout out to Monkey Paw too. Jordan Peele coming through with the bangers, man. Yeah. They wouldn't have. He would not have that if Bloomhouse did not want him to have it. And that's what kills me with Tyler Perry. He could have studios under Tyler Perry Productions that are all from talented black creatives. <laughs> who span the genres of film, but he doesn't because he's fucking selfish. And because he wants to like, he is pretentious. He needs to put his name on everything and he needs to gloat and show everybody that he's the created talent behind all of the stuff he does. He doesn't want to slap his name on things and give other people on the come up the opportunity to showcase their work under his umbrella which to me makes absolutely no fucking sense. Even if you watch like um, Amy DuVernay's projects, if you go and you watch Queen Sugar, pay attention to the, the amount of directors that she uses and the writers. If you go and you watch Insecure, pay attention to the directors and the writers for those episodes. Even shows like Master of None, where Lena, um, I'm about to say Lena Dunham, good God, where, um, uh, Lena, Waithe. Lena Waithe got her shine. That's where her Emmy came from. Her Emmy came from that. And she was working with old girl from Queen of Slim on that as well. They both worked on that episode that got Lena that Emmy and Master of None, the Thanksgiving episode. So if these platforms didn't exist where white people were giving them the opportunities or other people of color were giving them the opportunities to showcase their talent and work, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in now. So when you look at Tyler Perry and everybody's like, he gives jobs to black people. He gives jobs to black people. You mean like what? On set? Shooting? You mean doing like camera work? Okay. That counts, honestly. It, it doesn't yeah. It doesn't not count, but it also doesn't, it, it doesn't put names on the board to expand talent from that, that. So it doesn't put names on the board that gets us a seat at the round table of discussion with people like Martin Scorsese, where we should I agree be. with you, but also the amount of times I don't see black people in behind the scenes on tech shit. If he is doing that and consistently and regularly employing large cast or large crews of black people, 
That is yeah. definitely and that's, and that's an if against the that's a, that's an if because I don't have that's an if. A confirmation on that. Not, that's I don't know if. that. Right, I don't either. I'm I'm hoping that's what he does, but I think sometimes when people say he gives black people jobs, I think they just mean he casts black people in his shows. Yeah, yeah, because right. like I, I think all of us are like you. Every every story that you make doesn't have to be you wrote, produced all that stuff. Like that, like it's no, like it doesn't you, have you, to be. Like yeah, you know I'm looking. I'm I'm really I'm I'm going through like your creative output. Even if you didn't do every single thing, like you didn't. I'm do going through services. Jordan Peele's thing, and we uh-huh. got like I'm looking at like the the Hunter series that he got coming out on um on um, um Amazon on Amazon, and I'm looking at the directors of the six episodes or the, the couple episodes they got up here. Right, I there are three directors of color. Uh, one woman of color. I'm looking at Candyman, directed by a black woman. Mm-hmm. I'm look, you know what I mean. I'm looking writing. The writing room is diverse. Like I said, not, like I said, not just black people, just people of color. I see people Asian. I see people with uh, um, Latino backgrounds. Like there's all, like you can sit here and be like, hey, I got the stuff, and then you got a cool story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we can say that, but. The problem that we all have with Tyler Perry is that you keep telling us the same story that you that you give, right? And it's not like you use Medea to to put out some other stuff, right? You know, it's not like you use that stuff to to do other stuff, right? You could sit there, like he could be a big a bigger push than what he is, and it, and. And I think the thing is, like, people people might think he do more, and I don't know if it's necessary because he does more, or we just want him, we want that feeling that he does more. I think it's a win type of mentality for black people. I think they look at him, they see what he's achieved, they see how rich he is, they see what he has as far as the Tyler Perry Studios. So things like him naming them after black people, um, naming different studios and sets after black people or famous black people, him hanging out with Oprah Winfrey, him doing shows and plays that cast black actors. I don't know how he's paying those people, right? Because his films don't get funded crazy. He still makes films at $7 million a pop that make $40 million. I hope you don't think the actors are seeing that money because their contracts are done before he even gets the budget for those films. They're not getting paid that well off of those movies. That's not how it works. They could get percentages on the back end though. No, that's not how it works for act. That that doesn't need, it doesn't even work like that, Mike. For actors, when they do have a film that costs a hundred million dollars to make, people's actors still get paid shit. The only the, the only thing is if you're leveraging a low cost movie against high cost or relatively high cost talent, then you can go okay. We're shooting with X amount of budget, so we can't pay you up front, but off of the profits, you are entitled to this much. In, in, but in, in I was, the only person I've heard say something about that would be because, uh, like, Taraji spoke about that mm-hmm. and how um, Tyler offered her more money, which then helped her go to then go to other studios and be like, to leverage that this is what I got for this project and to keep going up. I've heard her say that in numerous times in numerous interviews. Now imagine um, now imagine if he did gave that same leverage to uh Sally Richardson, Regina King, 
and all of these uh, women now who are directing for other production companies and other uh, for other shows that have been doing it for years and could have been in his home doing that, generating large profit, establishing a black production base and a set of films that cater to all genres, not just black uh, audiences. Right. But actually get out there and tell a variety of stories with different perspectives. Yeah. There's no reason yeah. he can't do it. But it, and, and I, I get that people have this argument of he can do what he wants. You're right. He can do what he wants. He has the power. He has the money. He can do exactly what he, he, he can do. Absolutely what he wants. That that doesn't make it OK, because it's this industry is networking. We open doors for each other. We shouldn't we we while he's not opening those doors for people, those black people are waiting for white people to open those doors for them. And if we have somebody in there, we shouldn't have we shouldn't have to do that. And and, and I feel like the argument of, well, he don't got to do it is moot. Like, okay, you're right. He doesn't have to do it. That doesn't make it fucking okay. What up, y'all? It's your boy Fishy Well Mac. Y'all might know me as Lil Fame. I represent the world motherfucking famous M.O.P. M.O.P. Dance. 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 You know what it is, man. World famous M.O.P., man. Now, where's my 40 acres? Where the fuck is my 40 acres? Where's my 40 acres? Keep the mule, motherfucker. Where's my 40 acres? <laughs> nah. Salute. Bum.